Jamie. Yes, Steve. Have you got an electric blanket? Uh, no. You're not? I haven't, no. Oh, you want to get one? Why? I'll tell you why, because you know when your wife asks you to put central heating on? Yeah. Well, you can say, well, why don't we try electric blanket first? It just delays it, that just enough. This podcast is sponsored by Electric Blankets, delaying central heating switch-ons for decades. You did a better now, job that Chris, You did a better job that time. Yeah, second yeah, time round. Okay. Well, you didn't mess it up, did you? That's the difference. The Welcome to difference. the show. Could have called it. This podcast is sponsored by controlling behaviour. Well, no, because you're very control. You've even put. Let's we tell people what you've done to me this morning. Right? No, in TV land, that's called a mark. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. But so what have I done? You put tape on your own settee. You put some silver tape as if it. Like, have you actually ordered it to try and get the closest to the colour of your settee? It's a mark. It's right. So you put me a mark. Where t- you've not got a mark. Where you got to sit? No, because as, as long as you sit on your mark, you sit and you, but then there's a gap, and then I, I'm on, I know where I should be. So what did I do? I came in. I sat on my mark. You sat right. on the mark. I didn't sit on the mark. I, I said sat in. I was I was in the mark. It was on my, and he went. Oh no, still a bit further left. That mark is useless. It just makes it's it easier for doing the and videos. And then you start pressing the buttons before I'd even finished the well, introduction. I said doing an intro, not a monologue. God, unbelievable. Good to see you though. Yeah, and you, mate, as always. <laughs> you know, it's all grumpy since your marathon. <laughs> oh, hey, we'll talk about that later, shall we? Well, Look what I'm wearing. I know. Look at that. Let's read that for everybody. Chester Marathon 2023. It doesn't say finish on it. And do you know what? Did you give you? Did you get that at the end as a little pack? Hey, the what? I can I just congratulate all the organisers of the Chester but Not just this. Yeah. Got a little bag, right, full of like snacks, loads of snacks. Them energy gels. Bit too late to be fair because I've just finished. Could have done with them half an hour before. Was that? To we'll talk about that. In a help bit, you in a recover, bit. was it? Yeah, this was this, but it's a very nice top. It's a nice little. What would you, what would you call that colour? What is that colour? Green. It's like an aqua. 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 It's like an aqua colour with a little bit of green trim on it. It's, but it's very, very nice. Yes, yeah, so full marks to the organisers yeah. for making me look good afterwards. Anyway, it's better than having a foil sheet wrapped round you, isn't it? Oh, did they not do that no more? I didn't. Well, I didn't see anyone with foil sheets. But it was a very, very hot day. I suppose. Very un- unseasonably hot, as they said. It was hot. Unseasonably. Should I tell people what's coming up on the show today? If you then? could. Well, uh, I don't really want to talk about it, but I will discuss my marathon. All right. That I did last weekend. Uh, I might be persuaded to talk about my tale of heroics and bravery. And a very interesting story about an amazing woman as well. Also, I met up with my dad this week. I saw uh, that on Facebook. Yeah, met up with my dad, bless him. And uh, we talked about Bonfire Night because he'd heard our podcast and he pointed something quite interesting about back in the day. Oh, right, and I'll, I'll bring that up because we'll have the results as well of Bonnie versus Bommy, which we discussed yes. last week. And, um, well, I, I'm, it's basically vilified us, both of us, right? That's right. right. What we were saying last week. It's three years since I did BGT. Again, I, I don't want to go on about this. No, I don't want to, it's not all about me. You think you would have mentioned it? I should have mentioned it, really, shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mention it enough. Uh, Jamie, yes, uh, the the Beckham documentary is out, and it reminded me of when we went for a meal with David Beckham's dad because he's featured very heavily in it. I forgot all about that. Yeah, well, we'll discuss that as well later on. Again, uh, do you know what it was? Yeah, we will talk about that later. It's mm. because I took you for a meal. Yeah, with the, there was fo- and you. Yeah, you took me for a free meal. 
you spoke to David Beckham's dad yeah. and nobody else got a word in anyways. So I have got very little memory of that <laughs> afternoon with David Beckham's dad. He was uh, a lovely uh, man. He, he was brilliant. Just the, a normal bloke, wasn't he? Well, the, well obviously, obviously he, he brought all his albums, didn't he? I mean, that programme, the programme, you've not seen it, have you? No. Uh, so we'll talk, we'll talk, talk about it a bit. I'll talk about okay. it a bit. Anyway, but uh, uh, also there's loads of other stuff that we can try and discuss this week if we get a chance. Liam Gallagher's done a voiceover on the on the underground, hasn't he? On the Metro so Link we'll in talk Manchester. talk about voiceovers that we might have done in the past. Yeah. Uh, Big Brother's back. I've not watched it. Have you watched it? Oh, I'm annoyed at myself for watching it because you I'm You have watched it. You've been hooked it. That's no! It. Because of this show, I put it on the sheet, then I put it on last night because it'd been recorded. Yeah. It. And I'm embarrassed to say I'm enjoying it. I shouldn't. Oh my! I think I missed uh, what, what's it. What's the what? Well, let's again. Let's discuss yeah. this there because I, you're gonna have to. It's one of these where you did try to do with me with Love Island, try and entice me into it. You need to do the same again. Okay. You need to try and get me to watch Big Brother because it's not really my sort of thing. Watch the very early series of it when it first ever came out. It was a good social experiment. Now, now I just think it's just wannabes. So a house full of wannabes who want to be famous because they know what they're going to get. Back in the day, they didn't know. That's Britain's Got Talent. Thank you. That's all right, right. let's. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, all the usual features as well Royal Proclamation, What's Trending, Rock and Baby, a clothing focus. But right now, Jamie, you look like you're in the right. To... Why are you angry with me? Sorry, I'm well into that Rolling Stones song at the That's moment. That's a good song, actually. It's a great song, isn't it? For the band. I never did you no cause you no pain. For the band Don't to go. Don't angry with me. Sorry, carry on. For the band to go away for so long yeah. and come back with that is quite catchy. Me biggest complaint, oh, yeah. my complaint of the week, Steve, is the BBC, your former employers. Oh, go on, fire away, because I'm with you. Um, they proper fancy themselves, don't they, the BBC? I've got a new telly, Steve. Yeah. All right. Right, and uh, I was home last week. Uh, I got home, I was about 11 o'clock last Saturday, and because Everton had won... I'd not had a chance to watch Match of the Day this year. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's your first time you dared yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Oh, God. So I thought, yeah. I've watched Match of the Day. And for some reason, the uh, the series link uh, wasn't on anymore on my Skybox. Mm. But I thought, oh, it's all right. I, you know, and I'll just go on the BBC uh, iPlayer app mm. on my telly. But it's a new telly, isn't it? Mm. Ah, you think you'd just be able to click on it and it'd come on. It's going, have you signed up? Are you a resident? Click the QR code. Set up an account. You're like, it's the BBC. Who's going to, like, fraudulently, like, stream? Go, oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> have you got a fire stick? No, I'll send you a, I'll send you my dodgy BBC. It's the BBC. No one, but just put it on. I'm having to, I got to go through all this rigmarole, and I got to the end, and for some weird thing, they don't do a playback till the next day of Match of the Day. Yeah, I've, I've done it in the past, mate. Why can't I was, it just I was just about to say it to you. Why can't it just stream straight I, away? I just don't. It's like some... Like, you've got to be in that... You can watch it on the night, and even if you... You have that option where you can be watching it, and it'll say, don't start it again. Yeah, but you've got to be so watching... if you get it... Say, I don't know, say it finishes at midnight, you get 5 to 12, you can watch the whole programme. Yeah. It gets beyond that, and you're going, where is it? Where's it gone? It's gone. It's vanished. I don't, yeah, I'm with you, mate. It's, so, I, it's, they need to grow up, but they need to just realise who they are, which is nothing. Mm. We're, we're subjected... We're, 
stuck with them. In this day and age where everything's supposed to be so accessible and stuff, there's a lot of films as well that are just not as easy to get. Something like, I'm just, maybe I'm wrong here, but if you want to see like a classic like Jaws or something like that, you, you normally, I've got a function on my, you, know, you hold it and go, Jaws. Yeah, we have that. And then it'll come up and it'll give you stuff like, well, for, for Jaws would be a good example, Jaws, and you get, Fishing with, yeah. <laughs> you know, with Bob Mortimer and Paul White. That'll come out first. You go, that's not what I want. I know. I want Jaws. They only get so. They only. They must only get so long with a film, mustn't they? Mm. Like an old film, and then they and then they go, yeah, Jaws, and they go available to rent or buy for six quid. You're yeah. Like, Behave yourself. Nineteen seventy-seven. There must be people whose job it is to do deals with these TV companies. They think it's like constantly changing. Yeah. Like you know, like a player's contract. Your contract's nearly up. Do you reckon these things? Hey, look, Jaws contract's nearly up. Yeah. It's time to renegotiate. It will be. How popular was it last time? Oh, we're not giving it you again. You can't have it for another 12 months. That's right. And they We'll won't give you a five-year deal for Jaws, so you can give it to your subscribers, but you're going to have to charge them three ninety nine each. Just reminded me there, I need to cancel Disney. What? Signed up Cancel six... Disney? Well, what have they done now? <laughs> cancel, yeah, Disney. <laughs> cancel. Total, entirely. I signed up, didn't I, to watch, um, what's his name? The footy fella. Beckham. The, no, no, the football programme, the manager. Which the uh, series I um, watched that didn't I? But it was free for a couple of the months. Pep Guardiola one. No, the American fella. It was. A oh, series. Ted Lasso. Yeah, signed up on a freebie and all right. that, and I noticed on my credit card last week six ninety nine had come out. Mm. Don't need to get on that. I can't How much money is now? What? One hundred and forty pound a month. Yeah. What am I getting for that? Nothing. I mean, internet and all that, but phone them up. Again, United, I'm a United fan, it's, it's not been great to watch. I might just cancel Sky Sports for six months. Yeah, I have Sky Sports. It's pointless. pointless. It is pointless, isn't it? A couple of shouts out, Steve. Yeah, go on. Um, well, first of all, I'm surprised. I, it does surprise me that people actually listen to this show. <laughs> There's a lot more than we realise, aren't there? Yeah, because... Well, I'm not laughing at them. I'm not, we're not laughing at you. So You're two, lovely. Two hellos that have popped up in the last week. One is a chap called Ellis Berry. Right. Um, Keen... Back, say back cyclist BMXer, you know, oh, one of those BMX. What, yeah, like, you know, proper, proper like you would hat on and all that, Ooh, stunts, all that. Yeah, so he's a friend of my, uh, he's a friend of Bradley's. Oh, he's going to say a young lad then. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because like, I mean, when yeah. you get to some of our age, so he and he, he still said they're keen on the BMXing, and there are some out there. He does he watch got, the videos. Oh, come on, he, he watched the videos, right. and he and he mentioned it to Bradley. So I thought I said, well, give him a shout. Oh, so, good, good. On. And another one is Sarah Keegan. The legend that is Sarah Keegan, so, who I'm working with tonight, funny enough. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'll be with her well, tonight. Well, it surprised me last week because I turned up at a show in Lancaster. Mm. I'd not seen Sarah for a few years, and, and I went in and I said, oh, yeah, you're doing you all right? And she went, have you come by steam? And I think I must just give a blank look. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she went, have you come by steam? Because we were up north. And it threw me because she went, the podcast. And I'd forgot because it was only the day before and I yeah. wasn't expecting her to be... And she went, oh, listen to it and all that. I was like, wow. So, anyway, so thank you very much. There's a lot of people, people do. Like I said, a lot of random people come yeah. up after gigs. So. And I'll just add as well, she did excellent. So you're in safe hands. For oh, good, that's all right. Then. Safe that's hands, no. yeah. I imagine, that, imagine that being awkward and, you, and I had to go off camera. Cancel. <laughs> cancel Disney. Cancel Sarah. <laughs> so I think last time I worked with her, not so long ago, actually, because she, she used to bring pies to every gig. What? So she, she, used to hand out, she used to do a song. I she was about the Wigan pie, you know, Wigan kebab. And she'd have three pork pies on a stick and then give it out to, pr to give them out as prizes. And so I just, 
I mean, it's hard enough for me to lug a bag of guitars around with me. Pies. But to have to call it a pie shop for every single gig. Costly. It's not something you can't have them in your... Well, maybe she did have them in the freezer and defrost them. But I need, just, six, I need three pies for tonight's gig. Yeah. The freezer full of them. She'd have to check who's on the on the bill, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 12 Eddie minutes. 12 anyway. minutes. Do you know what that 12 is? 12 minutes in. Blimey, that's gone quick. Music time. Music time. Go on. Well, you're, 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 this week. Your intro took eight. You're an idiot. I know. Um, I've gone good. I think I've, I always say, because we've been doing it You've that long. You've gone good. Um, I've, I've gone for a good one. All right. I always say, I think we've had this before, but it's because we've done 80. We've done, <laughs> I know, yeah. Or 81. <laughs> what episode is this? When do we start? Rockabye Baby. What episode do we start, Rockabye Baby? I'm just playing this in the background. Um, I think we're about five or six episodes in. So we must have done 75 of these. I was talking to someone this week. Well, did you, everyone's listening to that. Yeah, go on. Can we just interrupt you just yeah. a second? Because there's a. Who was it? I did a gig with this week. Um, James Cook. And he yeah. is part. He used to do a thing in Edinburgh where you get magi- uh, magicians, he get comedians to come and play board games. He's been to his book. He's into his board games, and apparently there's some event every year where people take along the new board game that they've invented. Oh, right, and present it to people. And if it's good, they get taken on, and they get it. Can they can get it produced? And you can get start making money from. So maybe we should make a board game based on this. We could do. Maybe. With the game, you get a little xylophone and you have to play play the tune yourself. That'd be yeah. good, wouldn't it? Because they're all nearly xylophone tracks, aren't they? If you just give them And notes. then you go, you know, and it's say, you can even do it by numbers, can't you? One, one, three, three, four, four. Do you want to listen to the song? Yeah. Do me, Ed. No, <laughs> giving you financial ideas. I'm right. Pitching. Here we go. Rock about baby. I mean, you know, Peter Jones. It is, it is rock this week. A classic singer. In the baby sound. There we go, Steve. I like that little trill. Trill? That Good word. That's too easy, that Do one. Do you know the name? That was a really... Um, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not as easy. You know the song. I... But it's getting the name. That's the quiz. Uh, well, who's the artist? It's Van Morrison. Yeah. Oh. My mind's gone blank now. Well, you said it was easy a minute ago. I know. Oh, that's it. Play it one more time. Dead easy. Play it one more time. You had it. I can sing it. It was nailed on a minute ago. Yeah. Now we're. Moon dance. Ah, it is moon dance, yeah. It is moon dance. What a marvelous night for a moon. Ah, got it. Darn. That was very. That was easy for me. Uh, do you know what? It's very. As a. It's got an element of um, Halloween to that as well, hasn't do it? Do you think? Oh, we forgot to bring our gonk. Oh, lucky. We haven't got lucky gonk on, on set. Oh no. Yeah. Do you want me to get the gonk for the videos? No. Bring him in next week. Okay. Bring Lucky Gonk next week. Only one person. No, just the one gonk. million viewers picture in background. That'll do for that. that will do. Hey, can you um? Oh, go. Can we answer the? By the way, last week. Yes. We were discussing about Bommy and Bonnie. Yeah. And we just thought it a bit odd, didn't we? We did. We thought we must have been making a mistake our lives because it's Bon with an N fire yeah. night. So really, we should have been saying Bonnie. And I was saying, I've, I've been getting it wrong because I used to always say Bommy with an M. 
Anyway, we seems like most people are the same. We all, it's just one of those strange little quirks of English language where we've all grown up saying bomby night, despite the fact that it's actually bonfire. So right, we, right. we're in the majority. And so I was discussing this with my dad as well, and he said it, tell you something else, son, tell you something else. Um, you don't see as many. He's right, he started to talk about how the health and safety now, and it, he basically said it, he likened it to the war, right? <laughs> he said, so in the war, you expect casualties, right? You expect casualties of war. That's just a, an accepted, right? right? So World War I, you knew they were going to be there. World War II, you know. It used to be the same with bonfire night. It used to be, it used to be accepted. One or two kids, are go we're going to lose a couple of kids, but he didn't let us ruin the occasion is what I'm saying. Right. You know what I mean? Back in the day... You'd still have a bonfire. And knew there'd right. be a couple go, of injuries. We, yeah. You know what? There'll be coming, some of the kids down, there'll be that. There was always one kid in every town and village, right, that had a scar because a firework had landed in the hood of his coat or That's something That's exactly like what happened that. to me, Dad, when we were kids. What, landed in his hood of his coat? We went to Mill Farm. Mm. And it had a, it was a big lake with a, an island in the middle where the bonfire was. And then they'd set off. It was an organised thing there. And I remember one of this, the rockets landed in my dad's uh, hood. And what? It went um, out. <laughs> as soon as, no, as soon as it landed, it, it, was, it, was, just, it was just smoking <laughs> as it landed. Me and my brother were in hysterics. We had no, <laughs> we had no sort of concern for my dad's well-being. We just thought it was the funny, oh, 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 hey, oh. Trying to get round the back of his coat. <laughs> we thought it was the best thing ever. Well, enough, when you, you know, people talk about moments in your life, and I don't think there are really that many. We always like to think with the lords where you actually physically cry laughing, and that springs to mind. One of the other occasions that I cried, one of the occasions I cried laughing was a similar situation. My teaching, you know, sixth form, you start to get a little bit more informal with your teachers. Oh yeah, you can call them by first name. <clears throat> Right, Mr. Lucas, the son becomes, I can't remember his first name, Jeff. wasn't it? Jeff, whatever. Anyway, we went to Mr. Lucas's house because he said, I'll have a bonfire party for you. And we all went round the six farmers and he had a very sloped garden. Anyway, he started to set off fireworks and he put them at the bottom of the slope, as you would. We were by the house at the top of the slope. And I remember he put this um, milk bottle down, put the rocket in. Yeah, that was it. That was how the rocket. Was the oh, that was it. That was it. That's all. You didn't have to worry about it. We're not. No, you know, having a fire blanket on hand. No one like that. You're in charge of fire, fire blanket. You know, no, no, say no. Didn't have to form the fire brigade before we did this. It was just in his garden, right? And then it went, started to fizz. And we'll go, oh, here we go. And this bottle just went, think <laughs> like that, and just pointed up at us all. And we we're all sat like in front of the house. We we're all stood lining up. So I stood rather, and it was just total chaos because about probably like ten of us, ten kids all just went. Oh, oh, oh. we didn't know you. I'd run into you. You run to as comical as you could possibly get it. Running into each other. Eventually, we all legged it to one side, and this rocket went boom. And because it, luckily, the slope, the gradient of the slope was just enough for it to stick. It'd gone up and then hit a point of the grass, maybe about two metres away, and fizzled out in front of wow. us. Wow. But it was one of them moments where just... But this is what my dad were talking about. Do you know what we'd do? Yeah. I'm going to ask you about your dad what now, because this might tie yeah. in. We'd think nothing as kids on the run-up to, to bonfire night. Yeah. Of having our bikes. So bear in mind, you know, this was early 80s. Yeah. And we'd have BMXs, which had a bar across the handle. Yeah. Didn't yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, we would sell a tape, a empty toilet roll holder, 
and we would chase each other, or like <laughs> all your mates, we would literally, like... we would literally be riding only against your friends, and we would have a game. Oh, only kill me mates. Yeah, we. Only kill me enemies. Where you'd light it and you'd and you'd ride towards your mates, and they'd all be trying to ride off to avoid and go. <laughs> a rocket. A rocket. <laughs> You've been firing rockets from a bike. Yeah, on the handlebars, sellotape, empty toilet roll holder, so it's a holder, and then like just point it towards your pals, and you'd all just be running around the estate what doing that. A little old lady comes out to get a. I, don't I know, know, but there was no internet then to explain What's that health noise? and safety. Opens the door and she's straight into a kitchen. I can happily report that there was no casualties of any innocent people. That it was all just against each other. Flipping! I was, I was going to say it was the one time a year, the only time a year where normally if you put a pair of wellies on, yeah, your mum tells you don't ruin your trousers, tuck your trousers into your wellies. So you used to always, oh, you yeah, always do yeah, that yeah, little yeah. turnover yeah, of, your, yeah, yeah. of your trousers and tuck them in your wellies. It's the only th- it's the one day of the year where you had to do the opposite because your mum would go, if you don't put your trousers over your wellies, a banger could land in them. Oh, right. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because people just, you know, people be chucking bangers about and all uh-huh. that sort of stupid things we used to do with fireworks. And, you know, bits of bits of ash and a rocket. A rocket will land in your wellies if you don't put don't pull them over the top of the thing. You used to guard your bombies. This is when you're talking about the deaths of, well, you know, they say, there'd always be some, oh, I see, well, we lost one last week up in, uh, in New A. They lost one in New A last week. Yeah, kid fell asleep guarding his bomb firewood. <laughs> they forgot about him. It's all me. It must have been me. It's all me. Who was sleeping? God, yeah, yeah, there's, there's always a tramp. Apparently, there's a tramp. Yeah, a tramp got in because that was before we had homeless. We didn't have homeless back then. We had tramps, didn't we? To the traditional type, you know, fellow with a beard and caught, and he'd just sleep in your body. Oh, that looks cosy. Like these guys were just constantly thinking. Proper myths. 5th of November. Oh, I tell you, it was always somewhere warm and nice and warm to sleep of a night on the 5th of November. Love them myths. But the best was, did you, next morning, did you do the old, uh, on your bonfires, where was your lake, local bombie then? Where was yours? Cause Mill Farm. Mill, oh, that was the one it mentioned, yeah. Yeah. But could you go to the embers after the day after and play in the embers? Because we used to play for d- hours and we'd always put baked potatoes in, cook them. It'd take about three hours. Oh, yeah, cook Steve. We were doing nothing but do baked potatoes <laughs> in Kirby in the, in the 80s. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> Are you serious? I forget. It's hey, in the backfield. It's hey, guys. It's in my everyone, get your baked potatoes ready. That, what, what? Are you moving? Get- <laughs> you were hard in Kirby. We ate our potatoes raw. We didn't have time to cook them. Get your baked potatoes. Ready. We were too busy working to cook our potatoes. Oh, yeah. We'd always yeah. say Oh, yeah. Have a snack. And Could- I'd get my potato out of my pocket and gnaw into it. Couldn't wait to knock at my mate's house and go, Hi, you've got some marshmallows. Let's go, guys. Oh, Gimps. Didn't did, did do marshmallows. No, that oh, was that. Even I was. No. That's a modern thing, isn't it? What? Marshmallow, the bold marshmallow on a yeah on a stick. That's an that's an Ameri- again. So it's very much. Good, that's I love those myths. Though. I wonder if people have got other myths that they could let us know about. Like everyone knew someone, but never knew them personally. Yeah, never who actually. went off a diving board and split the belly wide open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, the belly yeah, yeah, exploded because yeah. the belly flopped. <laughs> they didn't actually make the dive. There are some loads. I think was it Jason Manford famously did his first. Well, I was, I was there when he did it. He did his first ever Edinburgh show, all about urban myths, and it was all that kind of just ridiculous oh, stories that people. And it's always you know, oh, a friend of a friend of mine. Friend, yeah. You know what my favourite one was? Oh. My favourite one was my dad used to tell me about the guy going on a date. 
it's a horrible one. This if you're, if you're eating, don't, on. don't stop. Stop. But there's a guy on his on his a date with his mate, like just the, uh, both meeting up with two girls, and they go to a restaurant. And middle of the restaurant, he starts to feel a bit rough, a bit dicky tummy. Yeah. So I better go to the toilet. So he goes to the toilet, and the classic happens, doesn't it? He, you know, yeah. does his business, then realises no toilet paper. Looks oh. in next next cubicle, no toilet paper there either. He thinks, oh, I'm in desperate situation. So he gets his shirt, rips the lapel off his shirt and uses that. Oh. Thinks, I'm clever lad, me. Chucks into that flushes toilet. Bingo, I'm all right. Tucks himself back in, goes back in. As he walks out, this girl who he's on date with just looks at him, stares, stands up, screams and runs out of the restaurant. Yeah. He'd only not, he'd left the thread hanging, hadn't he? He hadn't ripped it off completely, <laughs> the shirt lapel. So basically, he'd ripped, well, he thought he'd ripped his shirt lapel off. There was still one thread holding it to his shirt. So he wiped his bum and chucked it in the toilet. And carried and it in. basically just dragging a, a crappy rag <laughs> through, the, through the restaurant. Now, I heard that story so many times from different sources. But that's the kind of sort of story. We were, maybe we should put it on Facebook and, and uh, let us know. It's out for stories like that in the future. Hey. Steve, you mentioned it earlier on at the very yeah. start. Three years. We, we'll, yeah. I tell you what, we'll do it today, and then we'll we'll do an embargo. I don't want to hear about it till year four. All right, a full year. Yes. What without we mentioned? Well, yeah, I, I haven't right. even said it yet. I haven't even said it yet. So three years since Britain's Got Talent. Is it three years since your first performance? No, no, three years since the final. The final. The final. Yeah. Because it got dragged wow. on in it that year was the oh, it dragged on. Of... <laughs> <laughs> although I'm not my particular spot. For the benefit of uh, the listeners, financially, it did get me out of lockdown. Yeah. So <laughs> I must add that. Yeah, Forever grateful yeah, that, that was exactly, as your support Exactly. <laughs> oh, my word. And, and driver. Well, I was talking to my youngest daughter about this last night because she brought it. She said, Daddy, who has it? Because it was the 10th of October in 2020. So the, so the wow. 10th of October this week, my daughter said, yeah, it's three years ago. And she said, wasn't it great? And it was. And, it was the all, she said, and she actually said, it's the only good thing that year. And I went, it was because, I, I mean... Other people, I mean, look at you. Kind of, you were kind of tied up with it, being my mate and that. You, we, brought, you, we all got caught up in it, I think, didn't we? I like to think you enjoyed it. It was good. It was, it was but for other people, they had nothing. I was so lucky that I chose. In some respects, I was unlucky because obviously I couldn't capitalise straight away going on tour, etc. But for the year that it happened, it gave me something to do. Yeah. Because if I hadn't had that, it I'd was had a absolutely proper, nothing. Well, it was proper lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah. And like you said, the recovery after would have been so much longer. Because what it did put me in the forefront of things. So in some respects, I'm so lucky, so grateful. But it did drag on till October. And that's when, I remember we were doing, our, we did our, me and Tom listed our pantomime online about the same time as well. Oh, yeah. Because we were supposed to film it. We'd always planned to film that when the weather was quite decent in September, right? Right. And when I won the semi-final, total surprise. I had to phone him and go, mate, we can't do this filming. I've, I've, I've not been knocked out yet. <laughs> Got to the final. And I, every time I'm just totally surprising myself. We went but, to uh, yeah. a studio, didn't we, in... Um was it on the edge of Blackpool? To practice, we went... Is it uh, Yeah, yeah, we went to, went to the Barbara Jackson's, yeah, where we kids Dance go, yeah, studio. Yeah. And... Uh, 
I was I ant or the final. You had to be. You had to be ant. On, yeah, on to the, uh, Russ Brown was there. That's he was right. doing the. He was doing deck, and I was saying, right, I need to throw this at this point. Because they want to know when you do it. We had to like film a rough, rough idea. Yeah, we did. We filmed, and we, we? we had like just sheets, didn't we? They were simulating the swimming scene. We had yeah. them just chucked over a couple of poles in this and dance then dancers studio. Came in as well. They dance. They did. All, they were doing all the dancing. They helped yeah, didn't yeah, they? yeah, it was good. Hey, with fond memories. In my royal proclamation, I'll tell you something else about me. Oh, oh it's all about. Told me. Go on, Steve. I am now a member of the Marathon Runners Club. I have found, Do you know what? Already. I feel like we've already spoken about this. We, we haven't. haven't we? we mentioned I was going to be doing it. This time last week, we were discussing me going to do it. Yeah. Well, I've gone and done it. Wow. And I thought, I will genuinely say this, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was. It's a marathon, isn't it? Yeah. And I always what was your time? It's not important about the time, is it? It is. Because yeah, that's, that's like, it's like, do a marathon, do what what's it? the time? You have a baby, what's the weight? Well, let me first of all say what I hope to do it. I hope to do it in four and a half hours. And there's a guy running with him, like a marker, who's, who's an experienced runner. And he's got, best got this little like paddle, if you like, in his hand. Tennis racket. And, yeah. you, and it said, if you stick with me, and you'll finish around about four and a half hours. Oh, it's that, so I start with that him. scientific, so I got past, is it? Yeah, I was with him all the way up to a halfway point. Got to about... 18 miles, 19 miles, then he started to go a bit further away from me. And Is I the thought, load to them? Are they yeah, like yeah, professional every 15 volunteers? minutes. Yeah, every, yeah, there's loads of them that are holding it. So, so you could, there were one with, uh, you know, you want to do it in 4.45, you want to do it in three and a half, there'll be some of that. So, the, you know, the fit of. So, these people must do marathons every week? Yeah. They must, well, just to know. Just I mean, to just be to a know helper. what they, they, they've got to watch and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're doing idea. it, they're doing a marathon just to help other people. Yeah. Hey, wow. hey, you talk about helping other people. We've got to give a mention. Anyway, I, in the end, so I did it. My first, the first half I did in two hours 10, which is my record for half a marathon. That's good. So theoretically, I then should, if I keep up that pace, I'm doing it in four hours, 20 minutes. Oh, I added another half hour onto it. I did yeah, it in but four hours, 53 minutes. But mate, that wall that they talk about at the end, my arms were going 10 to the dozen like that. Yeah. And my legs are going like, just like normal walking pace almost. I did get to 22 miles before I actually stopped running, and that was my big mistake. I should not. I should have meant it. It was so hard. Is I was that because you seize up? No. Well, it's mainly because you see other people stopping and walking, ah. and you think, oh, that's a good idea. Just have a little rest. I'll just have a little rest. But then get well, going. Well, you can't get going again. you just got to keep going. And But I had this amazing woman. I've got to tell you this story, right? Go on. Shirley. Shirley Morgan. Now, I didn't know her name at the time, but I'm a few miles into the road, quite fresh at the beginning, and I just feel this tap on my back. She says, oh, it's Steve Rollins. She said, you're running for Rainbow Hub. I said, yeah. She said, oh, what a good charity. That's a great charity. It's a real, oh, I started chatting away. And she was lovely, lovely. She looked like, you know, carry on cruising. Yeah. The little old lady with the table tennis bat. She's like, woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. She's like that. She looked, I'm, I'm, Listen, I, I may be aging her more than she should be. Looked around about 70-year-old, late 60s, early 70s, right? She was running. She was talking to me like she was on a Sunday stroll. And I'm thinking, is she doing to do the full marathon? Huh? And she starts to talk. She says, oh, I've done a few of these. Don't you? You'll do fine. You'll do fine, Steve. Then runs off ahead of me, right? Wow. Anyway, at some point, I must have overtook her or whatever. 
it gets to two miles from the finish and this is a point where i was really suffering most of thinking am i going to do this am i not i was in absolute agony and i must have looked like i was in agony as well and i felt i'd get a tap on my back again this surely steve come on i'll help you through the fin- i'll help you i'll get you to that finish line this, this little old lady helping me bless her right and the encouragement and the, just the enthusiasm from her was infectious. I'm going, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to. And she got me to about, I'd say about half a mile from the finish. She's right. I'll see you at the finish, Stephen. And she ran off again. Now, what I didn't, what I was worried about then, once she'd got it, I thought, if I finish this race now, uh, this is what jo- Justin Moore has pointed this out to me. He said, did you speak to anyone immediately? Imagine if this had happened. Now, this didn't happen, but yeah. imagine it had. Some had gone. So I was a race, Steve. I said, oh, brilliant. I said, look at this lady, Shirley. She was amazing. She, she helped me through the finish. I'd never finished without her. I got Shirley? Shirley what? I think she was called Shirley Morgan, and she helped me through the finish. Sh- Shirley Morgan? Yeah, she helped me. At the fin- yeah, but Shirley died during last year's marathon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt. <laughs> and the, the ghost of Shirley Morgan and helping everyone. Thankfully, she found me on Facebook. Did I put she? I put a statement on there, so she is on there. And you could, you know, uh, she was absolutely amazing. But do you know what really shocked me more than anything? Well, now you know me. I'm a bit like you, Jamie. I'm all man. I'm not really showing me emotions as I finished the finish line. I literally crossed it, arms in the air, punched it. And I just burst out crying. Oh, pathetic. You, no, cried, on on, got, no, you cried on Britain's Got I, Talent. I think that was the last time I cried. That was embarrassing as well. Oh, come on. That got me a few votes, that. Ah. Got me votes. What did you cry for on Britain's Got Talent? Because was it the semis or was it the final? No, it was the semi-final. Because we, what we've been through, we've been through a pandemic. And I, I was generally, again, going back to what I was saying before, it was to do with, they started to ask me questions. They didn't, the whole edit isn't on the, the programme, but they were asking me about how I'd survived and stuff like that. And survived? I, and I started just thinking about my kids. They weren't there at the time because they got they were in the final, but they were the semi-final. They were watching at home and I just thought, and it just got to me how, what a tough year I'd had. Oh, you're a... You're a, you're a, <laughs> a Kirby lad about my emotions. You've done three minutes of juggling. Don't, don't tell people about struggles. <laughs> struggle, that wasn't a struggle. You went down first class. You'd gone to a dance studio to practice. You had a nice warm house, a wife and three girls, everything on a plate, and I you're didn't there talking about... I didn't about have financial help from the government, is what I'm saying. Well, you should have paid your tax proper, shouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> tax avoidance, Stevie. That's all I can say. Came back. Hey, I'm no Bernie Eccleston, uh, right? Four hundred million. I didn't say that. <laughs> you just forget that's that. He, that's what he paid him. That's what <laughs> right. he does with. Yeah, I'll take four hundred sixty. Four hundred sixty-five. As if you just go. And no one's. What? How much was it? I was trying to remember this. How much was it? Was on the side of the bus when three hundred fifty million. Yeah, for the NHS. Yeah, for the NHS. Are you going? Bernie Eccleston had that all along. Down the back of his couch. Shut up, yeah. yeah that, what do you want? How many, how many hospitals? Yeah, I've that, yeah. How do you just go for it? There's 400 now. Just mad, innit? it? That's mad. Um, Have you got an acting what, masterclass? Well, can I tell you about me, me crying, though? Crying? Just, uh, the cry, no, but when Again? I break down, no, I want to tell you about what it felt like. Go on. Because it, the, the, one of the most frustrating things in life, for me personally... Can I just say, is, I don't mind you crying if you're upset. But crying for cameras is a bit different. He wasn't crying for the cameras. I'll tell you what, I know I wasn't crying for the cameras. Do you know what there isn't got? I paid 50 quid 
all these photos of me in the marathon. I was going to ask you that. Right. And there's loads of me looking like an old man hobbling in the last 200. There's not one photo of me finishing on the finish line. No one got a picture of me going, do you know the... And he says, put your arms in the air for the cameras at the end. And I did that. So not one picture. You get one of them on the big one in Blackpool. You know what my wife did? She, my phone had even run out of battery by the time I got to the finish because I had me, you know, me, um, oh, you Strava, my, my Strava thing. thing, my app, clocking me distance and stuff. So that battery had run out. But me, for some reason, my watch was still working, right? My iWatch. And I'm literally, oh, I can see the finish line. I'm running. My wife phoned me up. Where are you? <laughs> 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 Where are you? On that last breath, 26.1 mile into a 26.2 mile race. And you're going, Where are you? Why you're you're always like, on there? Your tea's been ready for 50. You said you'd have this done in 4 hour 45. I want to be, we're supposed to be home. Dog needs feeding. She should have had you on find my iPhone. Oh, but that, well, that was it. But, but, but the phone had gone, hadn't it? Because oh. the phone had died, that's why she. So I'll try phoning him instead. Because she assumed I'd have finished. I was like, <laughs> Looked Did she look at a photo of you coming over the line? I remember just having just enough energy to lift my wrist. No, but like, did she not have an... No, because she was phoning me, wasn't she? She should oh. have been on the... She was there. She was at the finish line with a camera ready. And she thought, well, I'll just phone him, see if he's anywhere near. And then he'd come past. <laughs> and so she phoned me. I looked at my watch. Boom, boom, boom. What's she phoning for? Put it on stop. Arms in the air, no one got a picture. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But the sneeze, going back to the sneeze, can I say? What sneeze? Not the sneeze, the crying. It felt like crying. It, that's what the crying felt like, a sneeze. You know what? There's nothing worse than when you you think you're going to sneeze and then you don't. It's a massive disappointment, that, isn't it? Right. And it's the same with... It's a release, isn't it? It's like a big sneeze. It's talking to I've got a little bit lost, lost Have you got in the me conversation a, there. An acting masterclass to finish the show. Can I just say, as, can I just as a caveat to me time... Oh, yeah. I would have known a lot, lot faster than four hours 53 if it wasn't for the fact that it's the Chester Marathon, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You're straight into Wales. Got to slow down. As soon as you leave, the, so I had to slow down. I couldn't do over 20 miles an hour. But that was Although, a problem for well, everyone. It, well, that's why. No, I don't think anyone. There were no records being broken. Mm. Speed limit in Wales. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, I'll do a different one next time. Yeah. Won't be doing that one don't again. Don't go to Wales. No. Right. Um, yeah, do, do you want your acting masterclass? Yeah. Right, because we haven't done one of these for for a while, right? And I thought, there's a pantomime dame, right? There's a pantomime dame speech that we deemed not good enough for this year's panto. Oh. So oh, so you I give that to me? To, so I thought, well, let's see if you can pull it off, if you like. You know, see if you can become the dame and make this work so because I'm the dame. Be, yeah so this I've, I've got it can you read that oh, I'm going to have to pass you the computer there so basically you're the dame so you've got to come on and remember this is you're addressing the audience it's your opening okay. spot opening so this is you establishing your character so you've got yeah. to get in the character first of all what kind of voice is this dame having it's always got to be it's northern it's scouse. Northern, yeah funnily enough no do you know what I'll it's do northern uh, high pitched all oh, right, so you're really going for well, it. Well, let's see. You're going to keep right. that up for six weeks. <sighs> I've got to do this for six weeks. Well, when you're in the role, you're, oh, okay. I'm saying, oh. all I'm saying is consider yourself going in for this pantomime. Hello down the front, sad. Hello, sad. Listen, I'm from Burnley. All right, okay, come on. Come right. on. Hello down the front, side. Hello right at the top, side. Audience response. Hello up the backs. Oh, I better not. 
Well, I've arrived. See, you I'm killed single. it. I'm, I'm going to have to take you back. I'm going to have to take you back. Why? There because you've already you've lost a really good gag there. It should be hello up the backs, up the front side. Hey, hello right at the top side. Hello up the backs. Ooh, better not. Oh, see what you did. You see, it's a it's a joke, right, Jamie? Is that what that is? Yes. This is why I got caught. Hello down the front side. Hello to the people at the top side. Hello up the back side. Oh, I better not. Well, I've arrived. I'm single and I'm ready to mingle. My late husband, Frankie Twanky, he passed away a long time ago. We were blissfully happy for 25 golden years and then we met. Mm, cliche joke, bit sexist, bit rubbish. But I've got some no, good news. I thought it'd suit In you. Fact, I thought it'd I'm suit celebrating. You I am because today I'm 100 days sober. Hey, ta-da! Not in a row, just in total. <laughs> very good. Oh. Very good. You lost it now. You know Actually, my doctor's asked me to stop drinking. He has. It's going to be a massive change. I've been with that doctor for years. I think I did all right there, first goal. Reading that blind as well. I, I, I just think you rushed it. You rushed it. It's all the, I think you killed yeah. a lot of the jokes there, Jamie. I went through it once. a lot of work on that. We need to do... Well, I think once I've got it in my head... Do you know what we should then do? Then I know where the jokes are. Oh, and then I, I could... Had a, I've had a brilliant idea. Go on. When it when we are in pantomime mode, because we always do one edition of the podcast. We're from to Blackpool. Yeah. You're gonna, have, you're gonna be made up as the dame. Yes, Ben, who's our dame, is gonna make you up. Oh, that'd be good. As, as the dame. Yeah, we'll have the wig on, and we're gonna recreate the opening. Oh, okay. Who do we right. do it to? You do it to. Well, you're not. There's no chance you're getting on stage, mate. <laughs> to an audience, you're doing it to the panto cast, and we'll all jump. We're, we're as experts, you know, <laughs> as professionals in the business. Myself, Tom Lister. Years in the business. It, it, ben Harlow, years in the business. Ben Harlow, somebody else yeah. is on it this year. What, with me? Who's on, who else is on? Is it Ben, whose photo I saw the other day? No, it's a dem. Is that who it is? Yeah. There's nobody from X Factor. There's a young lad. There's a young lad who's um, Aladdin and a girl from South Korea. South mm. Korean girl who's Jasmine. What, was, a, was there not a lad from X Factor or something? I don't think so. Who's the prince? Well, he, oh, well, no, well that's Aladdin, isn't it? It's not a prince. It's Aladdin. Who's Aladdin? Aladdin is this lad from. He's in uh, the greatest, greatest days. It's on. Ne it's like it's on Netflix. Oh, no? recognising for the the take that musical or best oh. around. The yes, music I'm up for that, Steve. That. I'll be coming to Blackpool Grand. Right, I oh, can't wait. I'm very excited. Oh, By the way, have you have you ever noticed that when you lose your TV controller? Talking about to, we were talking about Tyler before, weren't we? Yeah. Have you noticed when you lose your TV controller, it's always found in some remote location? Oh yeah, like what? Where? Just do that one again. Have yeah. you noticed that when you lose your TV controller, it's always found in some remote location? Yeah. Have you ever noticed? I'm gonna tell me what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> You're supposed to just laugh. Oh, go on. Have you ever noticed that when you lose your TV control, it's always finding some remote location? Ah, yeah, remote location. Remote, remote. Because ah, I call it the button. That's why that didn't work. The clicker. Yeah. You still call it the clicker? The button. The button. It was funny, that, though. I did get it in the end. <laughs> you didn't get I did, it. I did, I did, you didn't get it. <laughs> oh, my dad was talking to me as well this week. My dad. Oh, yeah. Talking about dad jokes. Oh, my word. He was saying... He's a very clever man, my dad, in many ways. In some respects, not. And he was saying there are three kinds of people, right? There's those who can count. Yeah. And those who can't. <laughs> 
have we got a laugh button on there? Because sometimes I'll get, I'll it's very one. difficult working with you. Just I just don't get. Let's just get the uh, clothing forecast. I'll be working on the pantos. Well, if you're looking more shop windows right now, you could be forgiven for thinking that blacks, reds and orange accessorised with severed limbs, pumpkins and blood were the current fashion trends. However, it's far too early for these, right? Instead, expect unseasonably on the short skirts and t-shirts throughout the county, with cover-ups uh, applied in the form of cardigans and blues-ons later in the day. Yeah, it's going to get a little bit warm, is what I'm saying this weekend. The outlook is light, both in texture and colour. Whites, greys and cottons slowly giving way to autumnal shades from the west slack-waisted jeans sadly still prevalent in student areas so avoid these if you can footwear sturdy to firm underwear sensible to alluring and that's your clothing and that's your show Steve Absolutely, I think we've put a lot. We managed to get through most of the stuff on there. Some bits we've missed, but we'll talk about Beckham documentary. Did we have all Liam Gallagher? We set it all up to talk about when we met Beckham's dad. So next week we'll tell you about the time that we had a meal with Beckham's dad. Chinese? No, he's not. It was a Chinese meal. That's another surprise. You wouldn't expect his dad to be Chinese, would you? Was that the day Dennis Law left us? Was that? Because the, the food took too long. He went, I'm not waiting for this rubbish. No. And he went and just walked off. Dennis Law, what? It's often, there was me, oh, there was Dennis Law, there was Gordon right. McQueen. Yeah, he did. He said, I can't be waiting for this. Is this, this rubbish. And then, yeah, it was Gordon McQueen. Yeah, you're right. Because they brought the soup. And it's yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. see-through soup, isn't it, that they give first to the Chinese. And Dennis Law, Dennis Law was absolutely starving. He went, ah, I'm not waiting anymore for this. I'm going home. And he just left I us. Forgot. We'll talk, we'll talk right, fully well, and tell about me taking my albums as well. Do you remember? Right, yeah. On my old scrapbooks. Yeah, oh, I remember. Brilliant. Brilliant. See you next week. <laughs>